This episode is brought to you by Health IQ. Health IQ advocates for a health-conscious lifestyle and have used science and data to fight for lower rates on life insurance for the health-conscious, including cyclists. Research has shown that avid cyclists have a 45% lower risk of cancer, 18% lower risk of heart disease, and 28% lower risk of early death. Many cyclists don't realize that they can get a lower rate and sometimes even a special rate on life insurance due to their health-conscious lifestyle. Health IQ are all about supporting health literacy. They advocate directly for financial rewards for the health-conscious. Health IQ celebrates those who are healthy and hope to inspire health literacy in the world. Right now, our listeners can get a free life insurance quote by going to healthiq.com slash speedmetalcycling. Again, that is healthiq slash speedmetalcycling. Please check them out. Support those who support our podcast. Episode 149th of the Speed Metal Cycling Podcast, brought to you, of course, by our friends at Health IQ. Check them out, healthiq.com slash speedmetalcycling. I am your host, Skull Crusher. Intro music today by the one and only V for Volume, one of Colombia's premier rock bands, and that was their single, Hometown. And uh, my brother and I actually featured in the video for that single. You can look it up on, on YouTube and try to figure out where in the video we actually come out. So yeah, that's V for Valium. Uh, right now, one of my favorite bands, you know, I was in Colombia for a while and uh, I got to see them live in an acoustic set and it was just amazing. So anyway, um, joining me today is, of course, uh, Natalia. Natalia, how are you doing? Can one be high on Dayquil? Um, I, think, I think you can. Okay, then I'm high on Dayquil. A second, we have uh, Klaus. Klaus, how are you doing? I'm high on life. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> high on life. <laughs> and finally, back from the upside down, Mike Spriggs, everybody. Woo! Mike Spriggs. <laughs> yeah, Mike. All right. He's, uh, he's out of... Uh, uh, what is it called? Assignment. Yes. Is that always a, done with his assignment, uh, infiltrating the MI6. He got all the information he needed for President Trump. And <laughs> now he's back. Mike, we missed you very, very much. Thank you. I missed you guys. Thanks for having me back. What were the Brits saying about Mr. Trump? Oh, come on. They love him over there, don't they? They can't believe. They can't believe it. 
They feel bad. They they felt they felt bad for me. They felt bad for you, yeah, because yeah. you were you were not here where you could enjoy all the benefits <laughs> of having such an awesome president. Did you did you get free stuff out of pity from them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here's some fish and chips. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> On the house, you pull bingo. Right. Here's, <laughs> here's some tea and trumpets. <laughs> Speaking of. Speaking of tea, I'm drinking tea right now. You know, I like my tea exactly at 120 degrees, which is a little bit colder than most people have it. But I don't mind I thought it. you hated tea. No, listen, I, I hate tea as in like black tea, an actual tea. I love what we call aromaticas in Colombia, you know. I was aromaticas, like mm-hmm. fruity stuff. and right. Herbal infusions. Thank you very much. Herbal I, tea. Yeah, exactly. Herbal teas. And when we were in, in Colombia, we were in the botanical garden and these Bolivians had this like table set up for these Bolivian fruit teas and they had a really good pitch. And I just, so we just bought a hundred ba- hundred bags of like different fruit teas and I'm having one right now. It's so delicious. So are we going to find out uh, Mike, what amazing uh, things you've been up to? What do you want to tell the listeners about the upside down? <laughs> the upside, um, <clears throat> lots of monsters, very scary, They're very scary. Yeah, very, and they drive dark. on the wrong side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> That's Is that the scariest thing about it. That's why they call it the upside down. <laughs> no, I was there, so you, as you guys know, I was there for two months, and the yeah. first thing I did when I got there was I bought a bicycle off of. Gumtree, which is the UK version of Craigslist, mm. and I bought a piece of garbage bike that I could ride around with and almost kill did myself. It, but here's myself. the question, Mike: did, did it have a broken bottom bracket? No, <laughs> <laughs> it didn't have the brakes on the wrong goddamn side of the handlebars, which took me. Oh, a while that's to right. Oh. Yeah, weird. They flip. Yeah, that's right. And then it took me about two full days to figure out what side of the road I was supposed to be on. And then that's it, hard. And I never really figured out where I was at any point. Yeah, that was uh, when when my brother and I rode in London once, and it was really weird to have the cars pass you on. Obviously, you yeah. you perceive that you perceive to be the wrong side of the road. It's really it feels very uneasy. Yeah, I didn't think it was all that weird. I think because when I'm in London proper, I'm so paying attention and going so slowly that the side of the road is the least of my problems. <laughs> also, the side of the road if you're not in a bus lane, the side of the road in London is about an um, inch and a half wide. Well, that's <laughs> true. literally that's true. no room. Yeah. Because, see, I guess what I mean is, like, having ridden in big cities in the U.S., the roads here are so wide and kind of straight, but London is so wide, uh, so windy, and has so many little, like, a little pedestrian road and a little alleyway here. So, like, you can never just, like, ride, or at least I couldn't, just not thinking about it. Um, In case people didn't know or didn't realize or didn't understand what my joke with the bottom bracket one was, a long time ago, Jesus, probably 100 episodes ago, Mike's like townie broke and his bottom bracket broke so that's why i brought that up. he put out so much power that he broke it mike so that was the first thing you did when you got to to the upside down what was the first thing you did when you got back home oh that's a good question he smoked some weed like your mail i checked my mail uh at the post office where it had accumulated yeah and i bought some food because i had no food in my apartment <laughs> <laughs> Literally none, zero. 
I think I had a wow. can of sardines. Well, we seriously missed you, dude. Seriously, well, there's nothing going on. What did you guys talk about? Uh, I'm, I'm actually, I'm hurt. Australia. I'm hurt that no. you didn't listen. But oh man, actually, no, we have something for Mike too. Remember, Mike, that we were going to do questions from the audience. Oh, yeah. So I have some questions for you. We say we, we oh, had some, a, some questions yeah, for we, you. We had an all Q and A episode, and yes, yes, mm-hmm. there was there was some questions for you. So let's let's start with that. Go ahead, Natalia. Okay, so first one, Mike. If you could be on the cover of any magazine, which one would you choose and why? What? Ooh, the Economist. <laughs> Guitar, uh, cigar aficionado. <laughs> no, quilting today. Yes. No, uh, cat fancy. <laughs> uh, and why? Well, I, I would get the obvious. I would get to hold a cat on the cover, right? It would be me and a cat, like a self, yeah. like a portrait. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh my that's okay. wonderful next one if reincarnation is real and in the next life you are bound to be an animal what would it be i just answered that question <laughs> Cat. <laughs> okay of course what is your favorite body part oh wait 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 what? on in, myself like, somebody else or in some yeah. part yeah or on himself i don't know this, this, this is the both. question what is your both. favorite white part like, answer both in yourself and in somebody else then yeah uh, be exhaustive i want i want to answer this question Mike, <laughs> of course you, you go do. you go but first i don't right. have an answer i don't know. okay in in myself my favorite body part i don't know if this is considered a body part now but it's definitely my six pack my abdomen <laughs> is spectacular and in somebody else, uh, in women especially, would be... No, on Mike. Oh, on Mike. <laughs> on Mike. My favorite part of Mike's body. Probably his abs as well. I would say his abdomen is remarkable. Yeah. What about you, Mike? Uh, I, don't, I don't have... I can't answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> I can only go badly. Yeah. Can I and the last one. The last one is for everybody. Well, you guys, do you suffer from shy bladder syndrome? No. Mm. I don't know what that is, but no. <laughs> like that when you're, I when guess, you're old, a, next to somebody. Oh, yeah, when you, can't, you suddenly oh, no. can't pee? No, not at all. No, not at all. I, I, I'm peeing right now. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't give a shit. Yeah. <clears throat> do you, Mike? No, I've never. I mean, I've, I, I, I can't imagine how that would work. No, I mean a lot of people like freeze you have to go to the bathroom. You have to go to the bathroom. Yeah, but you have like over. There's an override. It's override. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and then there is a there is one to piece off done, and is who you consider is the strongest with the force: Yoda, Vader, the Emperor, Luke Skywalker, or Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh shit! Okay, give me the list again. Wow, that Yoda, guy from the TV show Girls. <laughs> Yoda, Vader, the Emperor, mm. Luke Skywalker, or Obi Wan Kenobi. I think it's a toss-up between Yoda and Vader. But after seeing the last Star Wars movie, Rogue One, and see what he did in that last scene, I go with Darth Vader hands down. Okay. All Thanks right. for the spoiler, by the way. I was about to say, I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> oh, no, dude. Don't, how was that a spoiler? You know Darth Vader is in it, and he's in the last scene, and it's fucking okay. magnificent. Okay. All right. Cycling time or what? Yeah. Sure. sure. 
All right. So um, when we last left off, had we talked about Valencia? No, right? We hadn't talked about the Vuelta Valencia? No. No, that's Nido. Nido's show that one? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first thing that, that, that I noticed was in the very first, <laughs> God bless Spain and the Spaniards. Seriously, God bless them. Um, I, I uh, Instagrammed this on the, on the graphics for, for the team time trial. Instead of <laughs> quick <laughs> step floors, they put quick step flores, which means quick step flowers, of course. <laughs> and they continued to identify the team as quick step flowers. And I thought that was fucking... Unbelievable. It's a great way to start a race. So thank you, uh, Spain. That was very I'm nice. I'm sure the sponsors appreciate it. Uh, Quick Step, I'm sure, appreciated it. Yeah. The, the race sponsors really liked it because everybody was laughing and they continued watching just to laugh. Um, Tony Martin was amazing in this race. Unbelievable. Incredible. Um, and then the other thing that I thought that was great was Nairo Quintana actually attacking on the flat to gain extra seconds at the very beginning of a climb. He was looking unlike Quintana of old, where he's just like kind of sitting there and once in a while accelerating. This guy was like hungry and really attacking and it worked. He didn't really wait. It was great. A couple of things. He had kind of no competition. I also worry when he peaks too early, which happened before with San Luis. It maybe that's not a good thing, but I don't know that he's peaking. Although the what's his name, the Eritrean dude, kept up with him for like almost the whole climb. Kudos, yeah, 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 incredible, incredible. Can I add something to that? No, no. Ah, shut yeah, up. Look, no, no, but that, just before I forget, I read. You know that Nairo kind of was staging a coup d'etat for the current leadership of the Colombian Cycling Federation. So yes. while it was going on, some of the journalists that are friends with the current leadership, they say that Nairo should keep to his training instead of meddling with these political yes. sort of things, because that's what happens. If you start messing with this and you don't train, they then you don't win races and like all sorts of comments uh, like this went down from that side of the spectrum. So I was wondering if Nido, yeah, sure. He wanted to maybe try things and he was giving his best, but I wonder if he also wanted just to shut some mouths off back yeah. in Colombia, because at the moment that happened, then all the people that were following the race started pointing out to those that were criticizing him for trying to uh, meddle with the Colombian politics in cycling. That's like, see, he's winning. You know, what was the show? Yeah. Yeah, I do have to say the, uh, the president of the Federation on a radio interview said that the Colombian Federation is like a Rolls Royce that runs really well. Oh, that's like Trump saying <laughs> that his administration is a well-oiled machine. Yeah, which I think if anyone knows anything about the Colombian Federation, to compare it to a Rolls Royce is hilarious. Maybe, maybe to a nineteen seventy nine Rolls Royce Phantom doesn't really work at all. It's really expensive. Sad. No. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, this is this is a little bit of a public service announcement for the people that listen to the races on Eurosport, which I know a lot of people do. Uh, 
twice during the Vuelta Valencia, I heard uh, commentators say that cycling is the number one sport in Colombia. And that's actually not true at all and not by a long well, shot. Well, how do you rank it? A viewership? I would rank it by mm-hmm. viewership and its presence in the mainstream media. And because you know what the national sport is. Uh, Tejo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Officially. Yeah, yeah people... Look, Mike, look it's at, like bowling with, uh, with gunpowder. What, do you say bowling with gunpowder? Yeah, Nothing it's like goes. bowling or horseshoes, but with clay and gunpowder. It's a, it's a mixture between horseshoes, cornhole, and bowling with gunpowder. There's an app that you can play Tejo on your phone, on your iPhone. What does the gunpowder do? It explodes. What else does gunpowder do? It goes bam. It's awesome. Doesn't that Uh, just sound like a Colombian sport, Mike? (laughs) (laughs) You throw a rock at something that explodes for real. And it's it's actually a lot of fun. It is, yes, it is official, uh, unofficially. The, the, the national sport. Yeah, but I think in viewership, it's probably soccer. Oh, definitely. And, and I mean, you know, you listen to the radio and the soccer news always come first. And then cycling news. Tejo news are never on. <laughs> no. And once upon a time, Formula One. Okay. Does anyone get now, hurt playing the national sport? <laughs> no, I don't think oh, so. Yeah. Unless, unless one of those rocks goes right. It's not really a rock. It's made out of metal. It's like a it's like a hockey puck made out of metal. Like uh, like with bowling, people drink while they do it. Actually, to anyone, well, yeah, you're supposed to drink because if you're not drinking, like the crate of beer, like you know when bottles when beer comes in bottles, those bottles come in plastic crates. That's what you sit on while you wait for somebody else to throw. The Actually, thing. since uh, the listeners of this here podcast are cycling savvy, if any of you have seen the. Uh, what's the uh, the whereabouts Colombia? Yes, the whereabouts Colombia. The, Lo- the Lachlan Martin and his brother mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, play it on there when they're in. Colombia. So when you guys first came to the states and you saw bowling on TV, where you're like, "Why isn't this shit exploding? This is boring." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, there is bowling in Colombia as well, but nobody does uh, it because it doesn't explode. So bowling alleys are just yeah, they're like deserts. Yeah. If anyone wondering what we're talking about, so it's called Tejo. T E J O. Well, actually, I want to ask Natalia. Ah, fucker! That's what I was going to ask Natalia if she knew the original name of it. Turmeke. Okay. Anyway. Alto Turmeke. Yes. Not just Turmeke. Uh, alto. Um. Yeah. So it's like anyway. a Colombian highlight. Listen, like you know, I my wife and I were in Colombia. We just got back, and we were stuck in traffic, of course, because that's all you do in Colombia. Well, in Bogota. Bogota, is yeah. Traffic. And so we were stuck in traffic for like 45 minutes and the, and the cab driver had the radio on. And, you know, they were talking about soccer, blah, 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 blah. And then they gave the results of the stage for the Tour of Oman. <laughs> That's awesome. And then they were like, there's only Winner Aracona, I think, was the only Colombian there. And they're like, Winner Aracona continues in the 103rd position. <laughs> it was great. It was awesome. Um, yeah. No, actually, they're just, it's just, it's cycling. People are kind of interested. So, also, another thing from Valencia that I noticed that is pretty funny is that uh, the Israeli Cycling Academy only had one Israeli in it. Hmm. Oh, really? What it's worth. Yeah. I mean, whatever. And the Dominican team uh, <laughs> had like two or three Dominicans, and five out of the eight that came retired after the first day. Wow. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, any, anything else you guys want to say about the Vuelta Valencia? I understand Klaus's concerns about uh, Quintana uh, peaking too early. I find Natalia's uh, ID going for a here. double. Going for a double. Okay, let's let's talk about that right now. Uh, good idea, bad idea. I when I Instagrammed uh, something about it, I can't remember the, the the listener's name. I'm sorry, but or his handle, but he said that it's a built-in um, excuse for when Froome beats him, and I think that that's absolutely true. If you if you if you announce you're going for the double, right? You win the Giro, or even you don't win the Giro, like when when Contador tried to do it. You don't win the Giro. You don't win the Tour. You're like, oh, it's because I just did the Giro. It's the perfect excuse. I don't think you get to that level in any sport devoting like six days a week for like 12 years of your life to start making excuses. No, no, no. no. I I don't think that he necessarily is thinking about it as an excuse already, but it's a built-in excuse. I mean, I can already see. If if it happens, then that's going to be the excuse. It's just the way that it is. I don't think he's thinking about it. At I this mean, point. I certainly think if you haven't won one, why try to win two? <laughs> Wait, you know what? what I mean? No. He hasn't won Never. a a, a, um, a Tour de France. And now he wants to win that and something else? Oh, I got you. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's true. If anything, he should try to win the Tour. And then after that, say, I want to try the double with the World Cup. But Try the Giro is because it's the 100th. The 100th anniversary one. Yeah, but so the what? Giro what is, what? yeah, what does that mean? Nobody's going to be like, oh, do you remember who won the 50th? No. I don't know. They didn't make fuss with the 100th version of the Tour de France too, or something exactly. like that? they did. No, so, they did. Who won it? Who won it? From? I don't know. I have no idea who won it either. Exactly. So you can win the 97th. I don't know. I just... I, 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 I'm afraid. I'm scared. Hey, listen, <laughs> don't be scared. Why are you scared? Not scared. I'm, 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 I'm dubious that he's gonna try to do something silly that he's not gonna be able to to deliver I, on. He's promising something and he can't deliver. But hold I on, I don't think he's promising. Not. He's just attempting. I, I, I just don't. I yeah. don't think that he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna do it. But I can hear myself. There's an a weird echo. So if any if you guys think that you have your headphones too loud or something, can you guys turn them down? Yes, they don't know. It's a you guys list. remember when R. Kelly had to explain to his fans what the word echo meant? <laughs> no, I don't know any. I don't even know who R. Kelly really is. I mean, I've heard the name obviously a bunch of times, but I don't even know what he looks like. Black dude, white dude. I don't know. I have no idea. That's we should close out the podcast with an R. Kelly track. Oh, I have a much better track to close yeah. the podcast with. You better, you better believe me. Anyway, uh, the um, GP Costa de Glistrushi. Did you guys see that? What the hell is that, man? The GP mm-hmm. Costa de Glistruki? Struski. Mm-hmm. Really? No. No. Nope. Man, dude, it's the kind of race that gives you the chance to like see like like a Romanian like speaking Italian. It's awesome. The interviews on Romanian dude speaking Italian on TV was the best. Mm-mm. Listen. So that's the highlight of the race? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, Diego Lisi won it and he's fucking looks like a champ. He's in really good shape. No, you know what the highlight of the race was? 
that Abu Dhabi team or whatever, the UAE Abu Dhabi, that kid yeah. really blows. That was the highlight. I'm like, what the hell were they thinking? It looks so fucking generic. Okay, like, I just yeah. want to say something here. It's the worst. We have, since the kit came out, I think we have said in every single podcast since then that the kit is very ugly. Is this I going to become like the staple? Like every every podcast. Every episode. I will remind you print. to say that it's a very, yeah. very sad yeah. kit. It's the worst. If you it's say the worst. It. Okay. It's a piece of shit. Vuelta a Murcia, which is funny that it's called Vuelta a Murcia, even though it's just a one-day classic now. But um, This is the one day Valverde attacked with 70K to go and just one solo. Oh, mm -hmm. sorry. <laughs> I was watching clips of Family Matters and the audio wasn't <laughs> muted. Very That's nice. What Klaus does while we Very nice, Klaus. Yeah. Sorry. Hey, which which was the race that uh, <clears throat> like in where Gripko punched Kittel, Kittel on face? Uh, I think that was one of the Middle Eastern Middle races. Eastern ones. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean. I don't. I don't watch any of those races, so I don't oh, know. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, tour of Dubai. Dubai tour. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. Dubai tour, whatever. But listen, in that Vuelta Murcia... No footage of it. That was a bummer. Listen, in the Vuelta Murcia, which is better than anybody punching anybody else, so Valverde wins, like, incredibly solo. And then, who's, who sprinted for second? Jonathan Restrepo. Oh, yeah, yeah right. The yeah. Like, yes. And yeah. He, he was also, we had commented on the fact, he was, like, 10th at the Tour Down Under. Yeah. No, he's awesome. I'm glad he's young and and coming up. Oh, did you guys know that Katusha is no longer a Russian team? Mike, did you know this? Since that's your favorite team. No, what happened? Uh, they're not, now they're Swiss. Really? Mm -hmm. They're registered in Switzerland now. Of course, that doesn't mean shit. Speaking of oh, Switzerland, oh. I went to the ASO store in London. That was oh. fun. Is it like ridiculously expensive like it is everywhere else? Yeah, but it's just a funny store. Do like they have? Things. Have the you ever seen package, the the jewel package, the jewel something or other? The, <laughs> the penthouse. Yeah, yeah that thing. <laughs> no, um, Mike. Do you know how the it's the Hollister Hollister or Abercrombie and Fitch store on Broadway above Houston <laughs> has the male models standing yeah, shirtless? Oh, not, yeah. not anymore, but yeah. Does the Asos store in that, London have the Asos man standing there with his sunglasses? That would be Flexing. smart. No, he, did. he wasn't there. That's what I was going to ask you, if you got to meet the models. <laughs> I wish. Awesome. Remember the Asos lady? Model. Remember the Asos lady? The yeah. one that looked like Posh Spice? Yeah. I actually started a Twitter account called the, the Asos lady. Yeah, the Asos lady. <laughs> Do you remember this? Does everybody know this? Ten years ago, maybe. Yeah, it was so I was like my second Twitter account ever. And Is I just it still out there? No. I just posted pictures of the lady that I found like I, she was actually a model. So I found out who she was and then I posted pictures of her in other modeling jobs. <laughs> I don't know why I'm admitting this on on the air, but uh she it was hilarious. I thought it was hilarious anyway. <laughs> I got a kick out of it. You're admitting to it because the, the statute of limitations of people making fun that's, being able to make right. fun of you is way past. That's right. Oh, I have another uh, news for Mike. I don't know if you heard, Mike. Luca Paulini is going to join a mountain bike team. I saw that. Yeah. Saw oh, that. really? Yeah. Yeah. 
I saw that he bought a cafe and I looked it up. I found it online. Where is it? Near Lake Como. Ooh. Perfect. That's where we Does should all go. Does he know that he can't look at his iPhone while he's mountain biking? He'll kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> Does he know uh, he can't uh, do a lot of coke because he'll crash? <laughs> he's just going to start smoking weed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because yeah. when you're a mountain biker, you have to smoke weed, isn't that? <clears throat> I thought that, that was like a rule. Um, did anybody watch the Trofeo La Guelia? Nope. No model. Damn it, you guys, man, you guys are slacking. Fabio it's gonna, take me, I'll, it's gonna take me till like the Tour de France to get caught up on what's going on. Yeah. Nah, none of these races are worth watching. Uh, no, actually, if you're gonna watch any, watch the the Vuelta Murcia. Oof, that attack by fucking Valverde is class. Um, the Trofeo La Guelia, whatever. Yeah, so will the- forever just be known as the race where Esteban Chavez crashed. <laughs> I mean, for real, that's the only thing I know about that race. Uh, dude, Fabio Fellini won it in style. It was really, really impressive. I was very, very impressed with him. He's also... I, like, I Lizzie and Fellini are... These races were a long time ago. It's just the equal. Just, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're high on the equal. Oh, you know, um, I... Uh, I've had trouble finding details before about how Esteban Chavez actually crashed at that race uh-huh. because no one was there. No one saw it. <clears throat> but it turns out that the only person that really saw it was uh, Pantano. Oh, really? Yeah. And he told Chavez's parents and the description is freaking brutal. Well, uh, he ended up in pretty bad shape. This is what now, f- three years ago? Four years ago, like that, yeah. And he ended up in bad shapes. He missed the whole whole season because of it. Yeah, it's a pretty yeah. Bad... I guess a turn came, and rather than hitting the brakes because he wasn't going to make it, he hopped onto the curb and then like straight onto I think either a barrier or a sign or something like that. Now I'm forgetting the exact the, details. The sign, yeah. the sign that he said uh, that he hit said slow down. No, oh, come on. Oh, okay. Ruta del Sol. Have you guys been watching this? Yeah. I mean, this has been, this, this, well, not very closely, but it's kind of Valverde versus Contador sort of deal, right? Dude, that stage two, like Valverde versus, well, actually, stage one, Valverde versus Contador was awesome. Contador attacking, 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 and then Valverde on his wheel and stuff, but not helping him and stuff. And then Contador was pissed off at him. Like, yeah. what the hell? You're not working. But <laughs> the, the, like, dude, it's Valverde. What the hell? He's never going to work. <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, dude. <laughs> okay. So I saw today that there were some exchange of tweets between Contador and Valverde. Because Ooh. they are like one second from each other. Valverde got the leading, got the jersey today, the no, he, general he, classification, whatever. And then Contador is one second of him. And he says, oh, oh it's so tight. Will you hand me that jersey tomorrow? And then Valverde replied to him, ha, 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 maybe on Monday or something like that. It's like, ah. Yeah, that's right. I forgot the time trial was today. I, I didn't yeah. watch them. I didn't watch that because where I left off was when Contador took the lead because he attacked. Yeah. And, um, Pino. Yeah. Thibaut Pino actually looked like a real cyclist. I was like, what, where did <laughs> this guy come from? Amazing. Came all the way from behind and took like, basically out sprinted 
Contador, and I was like, holy shit, this guy looks really good. So, I have a question for you regarding the FTJ kit. Did they do something to the kit? It looks different to me. I don't know. Yeah, I like it better this year. It's a little what? different. It's kind of weird. If you see it from the left, it looks like a white kit. And if you look at it from the right, it looks like a blue kit. So sometimes oh. when two guys are next to each other, I'm like, wait, they're wearing different kits, but they're really not. But okay. I, I, yeah, they must have changed it a little bit. But okay. I have a question for you guys about FDJ. All right, go ahead. I've seen several references to the fact that when Shimano wants to test out prototypes, FDJ is the team to do it. Really? Do you think that that's because they view FDJ as a fantastic team that's so helpful and has such great riders? Or they're like, well, if it's going to fail. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Every other team was like, no, we don't want to be your guinea pigs. And FDJ is like, how much are you paying us? All right. Right? Because they take it as a point of pride. But I'm sure they're like, well, this will, you know, better our relationship with Stromano. Sure. Send that thing that you haven't tested even on like uh, guinea pigs. <laughs> I didn't know that they actually did. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. And then the other race going fake on right news, now. Klaus. Come on. Yeah, figures. Oh, no, it's real. <laughs> Alternative facts then. Uh, no, no, no. Wait, uh, so the tour of the Algarve is also going on right now. Have you guys been watching that? Yeah, because Manzana is in that. That's what I was going to say. Manzana Postobón is racing in Europe on a race that is televised. How does the kit look on TV? It looks awesome. It does? It really does. It's so fucking bright and just awesome. And here's the thing. To anybody who's listening who's not familiar with Manzana Posto 1, the product, not the team. Very few people are are familiar with the team. You just started, what, three, four years ago. So anyway, here's the thing. So the jersey is this bright fucking magenta. Mm-hmm. which matches the color of the drink yes. that sponsors it, which is just unbelievable. And I I sent a text to Rob Hatch telling him to say that next time when he's on the air. Like, the, <laughs> that drink is supposed to be an apple soda, but it's like the brightest nuclear pink. It's Do you think awesome. they make them drink it after the race? Probably. It's delicious. It's my it's favorite soda. Mike has tried it. Mike soda. knows. Mike knows. Tried it. He kind of tastes. It's my yeah. favorite soda in Colombia, without a doubt. Wow. Well, <laughs> Mike went just like, wow. Okay. <laughs> I, I love it. I, since I was a little kid, I've always loved it. Um, oh, so, so um, Brand Smith is like co-commentating on Eurosport with uh, Rob Hatch. Brian Smith said that Gaviria is going to be the next Peter Sagan. Nope. Which is funny on many levels, especially the fact that Sagan is like maybe two years older than Gaviria. <laughs> <laughs> so when is that going to happen? When, <laughs> when, when Sagan <laughs> retires, then Gaviria has two years to become the next Sagan. Like, I don't understand. And second of all, they just seem like different kind of writers in general, yeah. Sagan was never maybe, that big know, of a sprinter. Different bike handlers. Yeah, maybe. I mean, just com- yeah, that's like Gaviria is the next Alberto Contador. Like, it's just completely different kind of riders. But so, how many next Eddie Merckx have we seen? Oh boy, uh, yeah, a ton. How many fifth Beatles are there? Oh, like eight or nine. Yes. There you go. Dan, were you following this race closely? Uh, the Algarve, um, fairly closely, I well, guess. Well, I don't know if you guys know this, but if you do, then you can tell me. 
So Gaviria won the first stage. Oh, and you're talking about the gripe like, thing? Yeah, with gripe, I didn't understand what right. happened. I just saw a video that something happened. Gripe yeah. was telling something or doing some recriminations to Gaviria. Yeah. Gaviria tried to reach out to him afterwards, That's kind of like, he, yeah, apologize or whatever. But did did he do something wrong? I watched the sprint from the helicopter shot um, and I didn't see like a major, like, oh my gosh, how, blah, blah. So it I was a little shaky. It was a little all over the place, but not too bad. No, no, I, I really don't think so. I think he, he definitely wasn't sprinting straight, meaning like perpendicular to the finish line. He had a little bit of an angle, but he was on one line. It's not like he uh, did. He listen by the by the time by the time Gripel and Gaviria were close enough for Gripel to be able to complain about anything. Gaviria was already well ahead of him, and there was nothing that Gripel could have done. Uh, I think that super anal, like ridiculously sticklerish uh, judges might have said something, but I, I no, I don't. Here's I didn't a question. Really how 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 often do you think like a veteran guy like Gripa would do that just to like get inside someone's head? Oh please, all oh. the time, all the time. And and, and Gripa, oh. because he's so big, he just he throws his bike around so much right. too. He's I mean he's no Buhani, but he you know, I mean Gripa is the kind of guy that doesn't like follow a line either. He's not. A, I mean, it, it, listen, it's like, sprinting. It it's, like puts him. It puts a video on notice. It's like. Oh crap! Now I'm coming up to another sprint. I gotta, you know, these guys. I gotta are, be careful with yeah. that, especially no, if you're yeah. young. Good point. Right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, what Natalia says is true, though. That he, I mean, a bunch of people came up, you know, and they were congratulating Gaviria. Uh, Gripo caught up with them and like looked at him and said something, and Gaviria was like, "No, no, no." And then Gaviria went to like kind of pat him in the back and kind of like apologize, and Gripo hit the brakes and just like let him go. <laughs> like he just kind of turned his like go to hell i don't need your shit or whatever yeah i've never heard that gripal is an asshole from anybody or anything if anything i've always thought the guy's kind of like always like funny and you know up for a laugh and stuff so i wonder what happened afterwards or or whatever if i were gaviria i wouldn't try to apologize more than what i already did and i would i I would wait for gripal to be like hey dude no big deal about yesterday um, if Greipel doesn't do it, then Gaviria shouldn't do anything. And the next sprint, if I'm Gaviria, I throw my body straight at Greipel. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's uh-huh. just—it's it, such a psychological game with 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 sprinting. I mean, we all know that. So, uh, and I think one, that's one of the reasons that Caleb Ewan, for example, wasn't winning a lot of sprints before psychologically. He just he was he was scared to like push people out of the way and stuff. I thought it was because he just wasn't getting arrow enough. <laughs> oh yeah, Caleb, he, wasn't, he wasn't eating his handlebar enough. Yeah, yeah. so his handlebar, his front tire. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. He's humping Not. his handlebar. Yeah, no, he's he's absolutely crazy. So yeah, I, I thought that that was that was interesting. I have um, important news about Gavidia. Oh boy, he voted. It's, he voted uh, for Trump. It's important news about Columbia Jingle Jangle. Oh boy. Oh yeah, that the. the... Say it. No, I don't know if this is. No, no. Uh, he kisses the jingle jangle because oh, his yeah. girlfriend gave it to him, and he lost the last jingle jangle. He lost the, jan- the last jingle jangle in Spain, so now he kisses every he kisses it every time that he wins. Oh my god! 
because his girlfriend's like, how could you lose it? And he's like, oh, yeah, that's right. When I'm sprinting, you know what I'll be thinking about? That I lost the jingle jangle and I'll kiss it. Like, this guy has too much to think about. Between that and Gripple, Jesus. But he has been very consistent. So far, every time that he has won a race, he has been kissing the jingle jangle. He's, he's, yeah, that's, that's true. He's four for four. Definitely. It's too sad because I really like the celebration he had before when he kind of did the Corcovado pose from the yeah. in the top of Rio. That's yeah, that was yeah. nice. I like that that pose and now we have to see the kissing the wrist I, movement. You know what I would do? Sad. You know what I would do? I would do the fake machine gun. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> That's what I would do. I would turn around actually and pretend I'm shooting the guys behind me after I cross the line. Actually, that that is a good question. If you guys want to stage, um, maybe not a sprint, but you know, from a small group, so you have oh, a little yeah, time, time. What's how do you celebrate? Do you guys okay. have a move? I would either I would either do the machine gun or I would throw the horns, but then lick my fingers while throwing the horns. <laughs> I always like the uh, the nipple pull where they're trying to show the sponsor. Yeah. And to show... <laughs> That's my favorite because I'm like, do you know what this looks like? Uh, it looks like a nipple pull. Is nipple pull one word? No, no right? it's two words. Nipple pull. Is there a dash in between? Yes. No. It's a term. Not so hyphenated. Not hyphenated? Okay. Natalia, what would you do? Man, I can't even take my hands off the handlebar. You're winning a stage. Do you want me to get killed? No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> no, but you just won a stage, which means that you, you know, if I that. could, if I could, I would do some crazy acrobatic shit like you know, like uh, doing a head over heels or something like that. I don't know. Like standing oh, up like, like, like yoga, yoga pose move? yoga pose in top of the handlebar or the saddle. I don't know, something like that. <laughs> because I think I have two moves. If I had enough time, I would pull out big glasses and pretend to be Urkel and just go, <laughs> then I do that as I cross. Or the Groucho Marx glasses. Or I would cross my arms if you can picture like a 1980s break dancer and just kind of like look back and just go, yeah, with your <laughs> lips puckered, like, mm hmm, mm hmm. Yeah, but you, your hands aren't completely crossed. You have flat palms on your shoulders. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about Robin Williams. <laughs> oh, you're not talking about Robin Williams, yo, yo, yo? Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm talking about like, like kind of like run DMC or something like. The other guys now his turn to break dancing. You're just like, mm -hmm, how mm -hmm. awesome would it be if in the last like five k, like somebody hands you like your bottle or whatever, but then also hands you uh, your Urkel glasses. No, a hat, a Kango, and the glasses, so you can totally do the dope run DMC. That would be and, and a gold chain. You're like, yeah, you'd be covering the sponsor though with your arms. But you could make it up with a nipple pull. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, also, you know, Quick Step after Daniel Martin won stage two of the Algarve has 12 wins in 2017. Yep. Who? Quick Step Uh, probably Gaviria. Yeah, right? Gaviria yeah. won the first stage and then. Yeah, but I mean, oh, like, Toral, he, also yeah. won, mm. he also won in Argentina twice or three times. Good Lord. I hope he has a performance bonus, like for winning stages or something. 
I'm sure cyclists don't do that because I'm sure they got him for nothing. I thought that a performance bonus was like when your girl gives you an extra kiss the morning after. No, 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 no. I'm talking about like an American football. You know what I'm talking about. Hey, <laughs> Mike, help us. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy. Can you podcast. tell your beloved audience something regarding the kits? Did you see a poll results? Yes, the poll results. Okay, so the poll results, we had a tie, a straight-out tie, which is insane. Uh, and I think I've decided that we're going to make both jerseys. Woo! We're going to make both jerseys, both, both uh, definitely both jerseys, maybe both bib shorts. So maybe wait, which ones won? The Say by the Bell crazy one. Yeah, 80s kind of one. Yeah. yeah, and then the white with the stripes, with the Spivino cycling color. Uh, okay. Stripes. Um, the, the thing is that I was hoping the Save by the Bell one wouldn't win because, <laughs> no, I, 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 this is a very selfish reason. The file that I use to create that is a, an absolute mess. If anybody knows Illustrator out there, This file is like 15 megs because there's like outlines. It's it's a mess of a file and I'm going to have to clean it up. And I'm not looking forward to that at all. It's going to be like a couple of hours of just illustrator hell. So can we make an internet poll just between us predicting which design is going to actually sell more jerseys? <laughs> Are you saying that people voted for the 80s one as a joke? <laughs> No, uh, I wouldn't have. I, I, think, I think both are going to sell very, very well. And I honestly think that the 80s loud one is going to outsell the white one, honestly. Yes. Wait a second, please. I'm going to take note of that. So, yes, please go ahead. I'm saying the, the 80s. Mm -hmm, I'm saying the 80s one is going to sell better. Definitely, because it's, it's bright and people like to wear bright jerseys when they're out training for safety purposes. And as we all know, what's first? Safety. Man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Klaus, the same? Yeah, 80s. Mike. Mike. Have you even seen them, Mike? In honor of Zack Attack. <laughs> Zack Attack. Hello, Mike. Mike is asleep at the wheel again. I know. Oh, no, he, he just texted me, BRB. He's oh. probably in the restroom. Okay. <laughs> in the restroom tinkling. All right, my bad. I'm actually I'm going not... to go for the other one. I'm going to say that the other one is going to sell more. Okay. Mike, how'd it go in the bathroom? <laughs> Whatever the opposite of shy bladder is. <laughs> <laughs> He's a man's man. <laughs> Uh, um, so, Mike, the question is, did you see the three jerseys that we had on the poll? Oh, yeah, but I can't remember what they look like. Okay. Where, do I see, where do I see them? No, we were, we were saying, like, we had a tie for two of them, and we were taking a, a poll between the four of us to see which ones we thought sold be would sell best, would sell better or whatever. So, yeah, I think I think it's going to be the 80s one. But, okay. Well, Mike, you didn't Where do I see? Where? All right. Here, I see him. Hold on. Yeah, the one in the middle. 
You think that's gonna? You think that that's the one that's going to sell more than the? Mm -hmm. Okay. Fine. It's me versus you. We'll see. It usually is, Natalia. It usually is. (laughs) No, from time to time, I have Mike and Klaus on my side. Ah, well, uh, I was being facetious. Obviously, I'm always the outside guy because I'm always the one that says the ridiculous shit. (laughs) Okay, you can continue cycling now. Okay. Um, Actually, being that those are all the races that are going on right now, that was, um, that's all the uh, cycling-related stuff. Okay, so who is going to win Algarve and who is going to win... Ruta del Sol? Uh, Ruta del Sol, Valverde, and Algarve, probably Dan Martin. Okay. No chance for Contador in Ruta del Sol? Chance, yeah, no. but uh, Valverde is going to squash him. Okay. Do you guys think... And that's without uh, me seeing the, the time trial, by the way. I haven't seen either of the time trials today. Is Contador okay. going to win anything big this year? Nope. Um, that guy's cursed. I don't think he's cursed. He's just old. Yeah, I I don't know. There's something. Does he seem happier to you, though? I don't know. I I think that he seems more at ease. Maybe I don't know if I'm. I think he's senioritis. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Klaus, please explain that to our British, Australian, and international <laughs> listeners. Sure, have no yeah. idea what senioritis is. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a diagnosable disease that you get when you're a senior in high school. It's not a it's not a disease; it's a condition. It's a condition. It's a syndrome. It's, a- <laughs> it's what you suffer from the last like couple of months of senior year in high school, your last year of school, where you don't care and you just want to be done with it. And you also uh, can have the same thing happen, like your last week of a job, when people yeah, are like, "So right. we have to go to this meeting," and you're like. Eh, nah, I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna sit here and drink my tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> oh, brilliant, 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 senioritis. Uh, okay, no, so I, what's I, the next race that is coming up? Uh, Do you guys know, or are we heading into classics now? Is like I'll tell you what the next race that I'm excited about is coming up that I just found out about. What? What? Do you guys know about La Tropicala Misa Bongo? A bongo, yeah, of course. Yeah, I the mean, Bongo Bongo. I think pretty much every year I bring it up because he has the bring best name ever. And then last year you brought it up. And I was like, wait a second. I always bring that up. How, how come every time I come across the website, I'm like, what, this is, what, how have I never heard of this? It's the best website ever. Last year you brought it, you, you brung it up. You brought it up. And I was like, come on. Come on. How can I, I always bring it up. All right. Well, I'm bringing it up again for the first time. So Can you please repeat the name? I'm a little slow here. Uh, <laughs> uh, Tropic Tropical Amisa Bongo. Okay. It takes place in Gabon. It's like Gabon. Uh, yeah. It's a one-one race, right? Yeah, it's a one-one race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's not it's not bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Next year we'll we'll discover it all over again. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly what we're going to do. Okay, I'm going to look at the cycling calendar right now. Um, the Tour of the Utvar. Um, the Tour of the Philippines. Uh, I don't know. Dubai Tour already. Comunidad Valencia. Let me see. Abu Dhabi. Do. 
Abu Dhabi do. <laughs> Mike missed that joke. Yeah, I know. Oh my God, Mike! Go back and listen to the—I don't remember the name of the the name of that episode, but it has the Flintstones in it. It is seriously. Oh, <laughs> here we go! Wow, do you know I do this, man. You know how many me. times I've told that me. joke? <laughs> Not even kidding. I've told that joke probably twenty-five times since that day. Oh, should we just we can but we can relive it. I can tell it to Mike. He doesn't okay. know it. There yeah, you go. Go ahead. Go ahead, Mike. Are you ready for a joke? Yes. <laughs> the best joke ever told. <laughs> Mike, what's the difference between Dubai and Abu Dhabi? What? People in Dubai don't like the Flintstones, but people in Abu Dhabi do. You <laughs> <laughs> Mike, what do you think? That's good. It's so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Mike, would you say the joke is rock solid? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I'm crying again. <laughs> to be honest with you, that was the only slight uh, uh, highlight of any podcast while you were gone. I, wow. I actually, my feelings are hurt. Someone that is a listener of the podcast said when we joked and we said like, yeah, this is like one of the worst podcasts. I got an email saying, yeah, it it really was. <laughs> like when you're being self-effacing, you, yeah, people aren't supposed to take the bait. Yeah, right. exactly. Um, well, I can tell you this. Uh, on the 25th, is the Omlop head noise blood? Oh, that that one has a blood. women's version too. So, uh, yes, and the women. Wait, fe- uh, February twenty fifth. Yes, February twenty fifth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, it's both both of them. The men's and the women's are on the same day. So, and then the Kurne Bruce's Kurne is two days after that. Okay. But yeah, we are actually definitely in spring mode. Uh, I'm excited. And then the La Tropicale Amisa Bongo. On on Dimba, you know what makes me think about the full name from, of this race from oh, Celia ahead. from Celia Cruz. Sangolia Borondongo. Borondongo le dio Bernabé. Bernabé le pegó a Muchilanga le dio Borondanga le cinta los pies. Monina y Sangolia le dio Borondongo. Borondongo le dio Bernabé. Bernabé le pegó a Muchilanga le dio Muchilanga. But this time to throw up. Uh, uh, also on February twenty fifth is Carrot Top's birthday. What? <laughs> Comedian extraordinaire. Carrot Top. Okay. He's the best. La Tropicale Amisa Bongo Ondimba Tabo. That's the full name. And it's a 2-1 race, by the way. So it's, you know. Let's see who is uh, going to this uh, race. Let me see. Where's the starting lineup for this race? Oh, they don't have one. Oh, here we go. Teams and riders. Okay. The team Algeria, team Gabon. Team Bike Aid, Team Burkina Faso, Team Cameroon, Team Direct Energy, Cote d'Ivoire, oh, Delco Marseille Provence, Direct Energy, Eritrea, Ethiopia, Interpro Cycling Academy, uh, Minsk Cycling Club, Morocco, Rwanda, and Senegal. There you go. Wow. That's cool, man. I'm, I'm, dude, this race has been going on forever, since 2006. Usually won by the French. 
Frederick Gedong won the first one. That's the oh, and Johan Jene won in 2013. That's it. I don't know. I've never heard of anybody else there. This dude has a last name with like 19 letters on it. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Does that mean that we're an hour in? No, it means son gole orondogo. Ya borondogo. Ya Bernabe. Bernabe le pegó a mochilanga le dio el borondanga le dijo lo que. Bonina y son gole la borondango. Borondango. Mike, have you ever heard such a happy sounding song about a rape drug? Klaus had to bring it back to reality. I know, I know. Oh, I know. oh my God. Here I Did was anyone... trying to avoid the title of the song, but fine, Klaus, you win. Thanks, Klaus. For anyone uh, not aware of what I'm talking about, Vice uh, did a documentary about it. It's on YouTube. I think it's called, like, The World's Most Dangerous Drug. Burundanga. Burundanga. Uh, actually, it's called escopolamine, but... Okay, so, anyway... Um, that's it, guys. I don't. I don't think that uh, we have much else to say. I just want to thank Mike for coming back for a while. I thought that he was just gonna stay over there in an effort to avoid us. <laughs> but I don't think back. he was avoiding us. In all honesty, I think he was. No, I think he was avoiding his president. <laughs> no, I honestly don't think that. I don't think that Mike was actually gone. <laughs> I think Mike was actually just in his apartment saying that he was in London. <laughs> And then, and then Googling random images of London in order to right. like Instagram them and make it look like he was over there. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I have a question for you guys. Okay, shoot. Number one, do you guys remember Chris Horner? Yes. Uh, that name sounds familiar. Yes. Did okay. he win the Tongo La Bongo La Bongo Bongo? The bongo no, bongo. man. He can't even afford a bongo. My question <laughs> is this. Just... For some reason, I just looked at his Twitter account, Horner, whatever. And he posted something in September 24th of last year, and it says off-season chores. What? Okay, is it still off-season if you're, like, unemployed? <laughs> and you don't write a mind? You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> okay, guys, I, this is much more important than that. We need to decide on what the title of the episode will be. I have the following three different uh, options for you guys. Option A, high on Dayquil. Option B, nipple pool. Ooh. Option option C, the opposite of shy bladder. I like the opposite of shy bladder. Natalia, what do you think? Sure. Mike? You're responsible like, for two of those. So. I like nipple. <laughs> but I could actually, you know what? I take that back because that could sound, that could, in the wrong context, that could be offensive. Nipple pool? Yeah. yeah. How could it possibly be offensive? You want your nipples pulled? That's not offensive. That's painful. Yeah, but it's also, <laughs> it's also sexual. But that's, like saying, but that's like saying, like, the opposite of shy bladder. Do you want to be peed on your face? No. <laughs> that doesn't, I mean, come on. Shy bladder. I go with shy bladder. Okay. The opposite of shy bladder it is. All right. Anybody else want to say anything at all? One. Going once. Going twice. Going thrice. We're going to leave you with the Tom Bonin song. All right. And we will see you guys soon because now that the season started, we're going to be recording. Hello? Oh, yes. Okay.
Oh, okay, never mind. We're gonna be recording a hell of a lot more. All right, so welcome back, Mike, Klaus, Natalia. Thanks as always. Thanks to our guys in uh, Health IQ for supporting the podcast. Support them. Come on, healthiq.com slash speed metal cycling. All right, we are out of here. Peace. Bonin, tom bonin, tom bonin. All right, that's it. Bye.